0: Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 John Solberg here, your host for the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, and I'm super excited to let you know that this episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought-after, 100% Australian non-crossbred Wavara and I plus briskets, and they are always, always, always hand-picked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use the Butcher Shop win, and they win often. You may not be a competitor, but I know you still have an eye for the finer cuts in life. Great news for you. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged, Australian Wagyu, and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of their backyards. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Duroc. Allegiance to Rock and Prairie Fresh, all natural pork in stock. And again, it's always hand picked for you. So let's review the best competition briskets, they got those. The best pork selection, they got that. Giving you better overall options to cook at home, you know it's a fact. So give the butcher shop a call today, 850 458 8782. That's 850 458 8782. Mention The Barbecue Central Show, and they're going to give you 10% off your entire order each and every time you call. You can also interact with them on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-crossbred Waivara 9 Plus briskets. And today we're going to take a step back to 2011, and Greg's going to catch up with one of my personal all-time favorite guests ever. Teddy Reader.
1: All right, one of my favorite guests now waiting on the line. And the topics tonight are vast and varying, but of course, very, very important. And one of my favorite guys just to talk barbecue with in general is show favorite Ted Reader. Joining us all the way from Canada. Ted, how are you, buddy?
2: Good, Greg. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Ted. Thanks for asking. And uh, we're going to cover a couple different areas tonight as we were going a little bit back and forth on uh, things that we wanted to cover. Um, First and foremost, because we're, at least here in the States and I'm sure up there in Canada, you're coming into kind of like that mainstay of the barbecue and grilling season. It's going to be hot out for the next couple months. There's going to be a lot of parties that are going to be going on, especially down here over the 4th of July weekend. So one of the things that, uh, you know, I'm always getting asked through emails is I'm hosting a party, but it's never fun for me. I'm the guy that has to grill. I'm the guy that has to barbecue. I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And by the time everybody's leaved and uh, the beer has been drank and the women have been pillaged, they've had no fun and they've hosted the, it was, it was their freaking party. So as someone who's done it for years and years, you're an expert in the industry, how does a host of a party really... Get away from that pitfall of becoming a victim of their own party. Uh, number number one comes
2: down to planning. you got to plan your menu and do a lot of preparation ahead of time. A party is exactly what it should be, a party. Sit back, relax, have fun, let loose. And make sure you've done all the preparations to cook that food ahead of time. So don't be trying to smoke it and pull it or trying to make it all at once. The easiest thing to do is get it done ahead of time. And then just finish it so that you can sit back and do what I do. Open my grills up, open my smokers up and say, feed yourselves. It's time to party.
1: Now, when you're taking into account, obviously everybody's situation is going to vary case by case, but just as a general rule of thumb, are there particular items that you might want to stay away from, especially this kind of year, or is it the matter of planning to make sure that if you're going to pull off something spectacular, you need to have it really planned down to the very end?
2: Well, number one, when you're having a party, don't go and make stuff you've never done before. Make it consistent. Do things you know so that you're comfortable. Makes it easier to have a good event.
1: What do you think? I mean, what are some of Ted Reader's favorite things to make at a party? And we're not going to go, you know, part of this discussion tonight was going to be outside of the box stuff that you might recommend for showstoppers or for entertaining people. You're just kind of getting in your house for the first time. But just as something that falls under the Ted Reader favorites to make for a party, regardless of what the theme is, what do you like to have at the parties that seem to be a hit?
2: I like to start off with a variety of different appetizers. Uh, Planked brie cheese or camembert cheese is always great. Uh, I like to do simple things, smoked chicken wings. And I like to take that and toss it with fig jam and gorgonzola cheese. And it makes it pretty tasty. Things that when they arrive, your guests can eat right away.
1: Are you building into a more main course at that point? So if you have like cheese and the stuff that you mentioned, will you have burgers and dogs or will you have pulled pork or chicken or something like that as well
2: when it gets into the main i'll either do steaks which are fast and easy and i don't have to think about them and you can throw them on and within 12 to 15 minutes it's all done or i'll get into doing something like uh, a suckling pig or a prime rib on the rotisserie spit something that takes a long time so that when my guests arrive it's ready to come off the spit carve it let them
1: eat all right, let's uh let's take steaks for a second ted because i did actually a huge first hour on steaks and you know, all these special methods with meathead Goldwyn last week on the show uh, but since i have you here and you're obviously a, you know a very well renowned chef when it comes to you know both grilling and barbecue side of things if you're cooking steaks for your guests, are you going around and asking everybody what temperature do you like them at? Are you cooking them all to a general temperature and then seeing if people want them to be put on for a couple more minutes? How do you gauge that?
2: Uh, if I've got a bunch of people coming to my house, i like to find out, uh, most importantly, which guys and girls want it well done or medium well. And do you kick because them right out of the house? easy. <laughs> do you- yeah, there are a few people that show up on them that way. <laughs> so... You know, I, I find out those because I can start those the day before because they <laughs> like them well done. It right. really doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: And But then those that want it rare, medium rare, I mean, I'm in the barbecue game. This is what I do for a living. If you want it rare, I'm going to give it to you rare. You want a blue, you'll get it blue. You want it medium rare, you're going to get it medium rare. But I'll often change up the... Method that uh, I'll cook my steaks. Sometimes times I'll do them on a direct grill. Other times I'll put them in my smoker, and then other times I'm gonna bury them in hot charcoal and let them cook that way. And it's a little bit more fun, and it's even easier because you really you can't mess around with it once you buried it in the charcoal. It's all about time and temperature, and that's it.
1: All right. So now I have to stop you there because I had no idea we we're going to be talking about this. When you're talking about burying steak in charcoal, what exactly are you getting at?
2: Well, I take, uh, I get my coals, and I traditionally use lump charcoal. I get it uh, nice and hot, where it's the, it's got a nice little layer of white ash all. Over... Oh. Get that freak stuff out of here.
1: We lost Ted. All right, we're going to do our best to get Skype back up and running, and uh, maybe we can find Ted Reader. Let's see. Where do I have uh, got all these icons hidden all over? There we are. Hey, Skype buddy. Skype seems to be back up and running at the moment. We'll see. This is uh, this is what, yeah, trust me. Uh, the wife does not like Q Cologne, that's for sure. All right, let's, uh, let's try it again. Ted, you there, buddy? I'm here. All right. Sorry about that. I think Skype, uh, ever since Microsoft bought Skype, things have gone uh, south for them, but uh, no big surprise. So we were talking about you burying meat in uh, in lump charcoal.
2: Yes. So you get the hot coals. You dig a well. You put the steaks in there. You cover them with more hot coals. you got to make sure that there's no exposed meat, So meaning that, that it's got to be completely covered in the coals. If it's not completely covered in the coals, what's going to happen is that... Exposure is going to burn, mm-hmm. but when it's completely covered in the coals, you got hot. It sears and it cooks it perfectly.
1: And how long do you keep it in there? I mean, what kind of uh, what kind of cuts of uh, steak are you putting in there? Does it matter or no?
0: You know what to do. Go find out what Teddy had to say over at the bbqcentralshow.com There is a link in today's show notes. To take you the complete episode. Cave Manning is it a power trick or is it really cool? I have my own personal opinion because I've done it a lot. Only to prove whether it was a barber trick or whether it was really cool. Want to know what I thought? Shoot me an email at J-O-N-John at the BBQ Central show.com. Make sure you check out the rest of the show over at thebbqcentralshow.com. And until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, thank you so, so much for listening. I'm your host, John Solberg. I hope you get yourself a chance to get outside and cook something.